Hey, what's happening everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am your host, Lucky, and today we are going over to the Anger subreddit. But before we get into that, uh, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am in no mean, I am by no means, excuse me, a professional, as you can tell by the last sentence. Uh, so please feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed about anger is it, it just like a lot of other impulses, it's such a dangerous thing, but it, it it's surprisingly dangerous. I, I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know if surprisingly dangerous is the right word. Well, it, it just kind of creeps up on some people, right? And I'm one of those people because, you know, I just tend to dissociate with things. Sometimes I end up bottling things up. Even now, you know, it, it's 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 just such a, a a force of or sorry, it's such a, a habit for me that it's it's hard to remember not to do that. And actually, the podcasting and the YouTubing definitely certainly helps. Um, it helps me not to just keep everything in. But anyway, um, you know, one of the things that I've at least for me that I I've noticed, you know, or that I've tried to implement in myself is to uh, is to make sure that I don't, um, is to make sure that I, uh, I work on, uh, I'm trying to think about a word this, I, I try, I always try and make sure that I rationalized out my anger. So like if I am, so, you know, I've, I've talked about this a lot. CBT cognitive behavioral therapy is very, very helpful. Um, and one of the things that it helps you do is to rationalize your thoughts so you know um it is is it you know let's say you're angry at somebody okay so why are you angry at them right that's a, that's actually a very important question because a lot of times people can't figure um like or at least from what i've noticed in the hospital setting is a lot of times people can't pinpoint like a single reason why they're angry and it, it, you know it's not always a single reason but it's very hard for them to pinpoint exactly why they're this angry right like th there's a difference between being angry and being uh, scornful and man like uh, whenever you try and ask them that question it's they get offended they can get uh, defensive and you know, uh, I always try and make sure that I know exactly why I'm angry. Um, that way I can fix it. Because if you don't know why you're angry, it's, it can, you can turn into like a, you know, what, what they call it? Like rhinoceros, rhinoceros syndrome, you know, where, because rhinoceroses are like kind of blind to a certain degree. So they just kind of go after everything with, with extreme prejudice, just trying to destroy anything around them. Cause you know, they live in Africa. So it's like, you know, they don't want to get like, they don't want to get uh, attacked by anything. So, you know, they just go after it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of my, my breakdown into, uh, into anger, but, you know, I just find it, um, I just find as I question myself, I start to realize I'm not as angry as this person or sorry, at this person, uh, then I let on, I'm actually more angry at the surrounding situation. And this just happened to be the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. So anyway, uh, let's go into the first post over here. It says, <clears throat> Excuse me. Why can't I calm down? Today I had a not bad day uh, at work, a pretty good therapy session, and got to chill with people I enjoy being around. By all metrics, today was a good day, but I'm still furious about a few things that happened. I've been bowling with good friends for over three hours now, and I'm still mad. 
deeply mad logically and rationally oh actually that goes into what i was talking about recently logically and rationally it doesn't make sense but i'm still pissed um I want to break my phone in half. Why am I like this? Why can't I just chill? Sorry for getting going off like this, but can anyone else commiserate? Um, so for uh, you know, for for me, there was um, and by the way, there are different ways to bring that temperature down, right? Like I, I, we talked about this before, but when I had the Navy SEAL on uh, William Branham, this is one of the things that he had mentioned was that he was always at like. His temperature was always, or you know, the way he talked about his temperature was like always at like almost like 200 degrees, or I can't remember the degrees, but it, it was basically uh, going into boiling that kind of stuff. And he, the thing was, he wanted to make sure that his boiling that he wasn't always at that point because it's almost like having um, having water on boil, right? Like I I do this thing where I put water on and I'll just freaking fry that water you know i just i turn that water i, I turn the the heat all the way up on the the stove burner and i guess i want my potatoes you know I, I put potatoes in water and you know i want those potatoes done so um uh you know i i don't i don't slow burn them or anything but you know there, there's a point where you know after a while when it starts boiling over that you have to like turn the the water or you have to turn the, the heat down in order for the water to come back down but then it's always at that constant like temperature as long as you have it heated Right. Whereas, uh, you know, a lot of time, you know, what, what William Branham did was he turned to CBD. So there obviously is, excuse me, stuff that will, that, like outside sources that can help you out with keeping that temperature down. Things like meditation can obviously help with bringing that down to a certain degree. Because I find that sometimes people don't know exactly what it's like to relax. Um, and they're always at that boiling point. They're always like near that boiling boiling point. So anything that you do can instantly break them. Um, you know, I find this with some people around me sometimes where they're, they're, they're boiling point. Like they're always constantly at like right below boil. So they're there. They got hot water and you just turn up that, that temperature just a little bit and immediate, uh, you know, um, going after you, all that kind of stuff. So you have to, you know, when, when you're talking about walking around like a ticking time bomb, which is basically is the usual uh, metaphor that they would give us in the hospital. Um, you, you have to be very careful about that. That's why letting these things out can really help you. And uh, another thing that, that I like to, you know, think about is um, like the idea of carrying around, um, you know, all of this baggage and stuff and stuff. Usually we think about it in the, in, a sense of like depression, but I think you can think about it also in the terms of anger. So if you're carrying around all this baggage and every time somebody says something to you, you have more baggage, more baggage, more baggage. Well, eventually you're going to fall from all the weight that is on your shoulders. Now, um, in anger's term, that means you're going to just let everything go. You're going to fall down and just let it all go hurt people that you didn't mean to hurt. And that's, that's ultimately, I think the biggest problem is with anger is it's very indiscriminate when you're in that rage mode where you're just seeing red, so to speak. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, you always want to try and let some of this go. Um, you know, I don't know how effective anger management classes are. I'm assuming since they're still, um, since they're still assigning them that they, they work pretty well. I mean, maybe it's something to, to look into at some point. Um, I think that would be a, a good thing. I want, I've been wanting to bring back some interviews on this channel. I just don't want to like do interviews all the time. It's just, it's really annoying to me. 
just you know schedule and all that kind of stuff but i would like to talk to somebody in from an anger management group or somebody that like hosts that or, or does that so that i could uh figure out like how how effective it is <clears throat> excuse me but anyway um and th this is the other problem is that it's not it, everything it's basically like looming in the background of all of your good time right so that's another reason why you want to try and get rid of some of it because it's always you, you, unless you unpack that it, it doesn't go just go away even if at some points you can kind of disassociate um it, it can still end up catching up to you at some point so anyway um so like i said try and unpack uh try and relax find things to relax with uh, meditation anything like that um Another thing that might help you relax is is proper exercise. Um, that that's always a good. Uh, that for me, that's always a really good way to let off some steam. I just did deadlifts today after like not doing them for a week because I didn't really want to. Um, I uh, man, I, there's something about lifting heavy stuff off the ground that just really feels really good. Anyway, uh, so yeah, all that stuff can help you. Uh, let's go to the next post here. It says, "Please help me. How do I control my anger?" I need help controlling my anger. I don't usually get angry like only once in two to three months. But when I get angry, I say things that I shouldn't say and that are so hurtful for everyone. But, ha but uh, it happens only because everything gets so overwhelmingly, uh, excuse me, but it happens because everything gets so overwhelming. I tend to remember everything that has happened to me at that moment. And after I get angry, I regret everything. I wish people would understand my, my family only think that I get angry over every little thing. I need them to understand that it's not every it's not that little thing. It's all those hundreds of little things getting piled up inside me that I choose to ignore every day. That makes me so sad. Well, uh, I mean, you kind of answered your own question here. So the fact that you're you're not addressing all of the hundred the hundreds of little things that pile up inside of you, um, because you'll you'll find that if you you'll you'll find uh, what, what what is that um that saying right um death by a thousand cuts that kind of idea um. So, you know, the, the, the problem is, it's like, it's not just the one cut. It's not the two, the second cut, the third or fourth. It's just a thousand cut, tiny little cuts that just eventually make you bleed out, right? Uh, and when you're talking about anger, especially something that just comp compiles on itself um, and feeds itself, it, you can, you know, you can make it so powerful that all of a sudden you can, you can change, you know? I remember I was at a very important function. Um, I, we were to look very professional. It was for very high up people. And I got so mad at somebody when a particular incident happened that I threw them up against a tree and that was not okay. And I just remembered thinking that I was, you know, and he, the person literally had nothing to do with it. Um, we were, we're friends on Instagram and all that kind of stuff now, but I, I was really, really mad. Um, and it was all because I, at this point, this is right before I went, no, hold on. This is right after I went to the hospital. So this, you know, I, I was still dealing with a lot of stuff. I was very, very um, emotional and very, very, uh, I, I just had a lot of trouble trying to deal with the emotions that I was feeling. So um, yeah, it, it was, it was definitely really, really tough for me to, to control it. Like, you know, whereas now I feel as if I'm much more in control, like when, whenever, uh, one of the things that happens, right, is people say things that I disagree with. And I'm able to discern whether or not I should be because, you know, not everything needs to be a complete fight. Right. So now I just I, I've learned to ask questions like clarification questions uh, to to um, to figure out where exactly it is they're coming from, because not everybody thinks alike. Um, but yeah, going going back to this person, when you're talking about like all of those little things, uh, 
it's important to address that. It's important to address those little things, to make sure that you're um, in a place where you don't feel resentment. Because if you do, that's a really good, uh, good sign. It's a really good, uh, um, what would you say? It's, it's a very good start, or sorry, it's a very bad start, I should say, um, to something that is more ominous. Uh, meaning, you know, you could just blow up and, you know, I, I've done things like throw furniture, you know, it's, uh, not throw furniture at somebody, but like throw furniture in a, in a, in a menacing way to show off like quote unquote strong I am, that kind of stuff. So listen, yeah, you have to be real careful with that. So, um, and that is something, and, you know, ultimately I know your family, um, you want your family to understand. Ultimately, this is on you to figure out um whether it's through therapy it, it sounds like you're a little bit younger i'm not completely sure but um whether it's through through therapy or anything like that you definitely need to unpack some of that uh, that unwanted baggage um uh, actually i'm gonna have to skip this one it's a little bit longer than i thought uh coffee makes my anger worse a friend said his anger really died down after he stopped drinking coffee coffee makes me so happy i couldn't imagine it but since i've been paying closer attention it does seem like my worst Anger comes uh, comes out when I'm more caffeinated. All my embarrassing anger, actually. Has anyone else noticed anything like this? Um, I mean, I can understand that. It's a lot like, I, I would assume that it's it's a lot like anxiety, how anxiety is, um, it can be fueled by caffeine usage. Um, caffeine doesn't hit me personally as strong as I, I think it hits other people. So, like, I could drink caffeine and still go to sleep. Like, it's not that hard for me to do that. But um, I can see that if somebody has a very, like, they're very perceptive to, uh, uh, excuse me, not alcohol, caffeine, <laughs> um, it can probably, because it is a stimulant, uh, stimulant ultimately, so I'm sure it could probably exacerbate some of the things that, um, some, some tendencies that you have, like anxiety and like anger. So, um, excuse me, the, the other problem is it with it. It, it might be a little bit like like a sugar because you know there's there's a crash that initially comes with a lot of caffeine usage. Um, I found that some of the people with them. Uh, okay, no, that's not that's not a fair assessment. Um, I was gonna say I, I felt like some some people that I knew who drank caffeine like very regularly, like they were drinking like four cups a day, that kind of stuff. Their mood was very erratic, erratic, and to the point where you know you, I, I think you met those people where. Uh, it's basically become a meme at this point where it's like, oh, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee, that kind of stuff. Um, that's not always great because it's all like alcohol. Don't talk to me. You know, you can't talk to anybody until you have your alcohol, right? Uh, it sounds like the same thing. Uh, and listen, I, I don't, I think that there are obviously a lot of people who work very demanding lives um, and have a very demanding schedule. And I get that they need caffeine, but you want to make sure that your base, um, your base emotions are all in check. Because if you're just drinking caffeine and going through the day, um, you could be not addressing things. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you are, uh, or maybe you've been working very hard and you haven't had a chance to, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to, you know, make up for lost sleep, but, you know, maybe you can at least, you know, get some proper sleep so you can feel better. Um, you know, because I, I remember I had a, uh, I had a manager who just was chugging, um, what was that energy drink? Uh, Monster, the one with the, the three scratches on it, Monster. And I, and he, you know, he, so he's talking to me. He's like, yeah, this is my fourth one. I was like, what? Because I drank one Monster one time and I, I didn't even drink the whole thing. I drank like 
a little bit of it and my heart felt like it was going to beat out of its chest it was really bad i was like how do you drink four of these and you know he'd been working like 17 hours 18 hours or something like that and listen that's that's his job right he's a a manager and you know he chose that job and i'm sure he's getting comp i I don't know who knows who knows if he's getting compensated in a retail as a retail manager but either way um that obviously is his choice but yeah i think uh i think ultimately coffee exacerbates a lot of the things that uh or exaggerates a lot of the emotions that you're already feeling so if you're feeling very manic and hyper uh, it's going to exacerbate that but you know if you are an angry person obviously you have a lot more energy to go punch walls or anything like that so um i I, it definitely makes sense uh let's see the next post here everything makes me mad i don't know what to do the smallest thing makes uh the the smallest things make me angry and in the moment i don't know what to do I want to hit the hit things, and it feels horrible keeping it all in and not snapping at people. What do I do? Uh, finding something to um, finding something to to release that anger on. Um, I, I find that explosive exercises will give you a little bit more bang for your buck in this sense. Because so anything from um, you know, like like I was talking about with deadlifts, I dude, when you lift that thing off the floor and you're like, Zhoosh! Uh, I know you guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing a motion <laughs> of lifting the weight off the ground. Uh, I find that those kind of motions are really what, I mean, obviously they do things like, you know, heavier lifts t- t- uh, typically will increase your testosterone, all that kind of stuff. And they have linked um, anger to a certain degree with, um, with estrogen, actually, with, uh, what is it, progesterone? No, I can't remember. Uh, oxytocin. Um and it's one of the the things that they one of the things that this uh oh, he's a biologist of some sort i can't remember off the top of my head um but anyway he was talking about how you know t- yes testosterone can you know ra- you know obviously uh you know raise the the capabilities of somebody to you know attack another and all like this kind of stuff but all it really does actually is make you more competitive and all that kind of stuff what really like leads to like the killing instinct is is uh, is that um, or or it leads you to like the violence and stuff is actually oxytocin, which is, was is typically a um, a hormone released or a chemical released when you're you're given a hug, right? Like you know if you're hugging somebody, obviously through sex as well, all that kind of stuff. But all it really does is it makes you closer to that person and make you not like uh, other people. So somebody that's not in that group you can obviously you can get very very angry you know that person obviously uh, has now become the other and now you have um you know made it so and it basically comes from like the mama bear idea right like you why don't you why don't you go after a cub because the mama bear might be near and you're not going to live long enough to see the sunset so that was the idea behind it so um, anyway, you, like I said, you want, you definitely want to try and, uh, exert an amount of force. Um, be careful about punching things. Um, if you're punching a bag, make sure you're using technique and not just punching it like, like just straight up no technique. Cause uh, for one, you can actually hurt yourself that way. Um, and two, if you're, you're not using the technique and you're not letting the technique, uh, um, uh, you know if you're not doing it for that specific purpose, then you can end up uh, conditioning yourself to want to punch things when you're angry. So you got to be very careful, punching your pillow, but all that kind of stuff. Um, if it, if your anger gets that bad, then you need to decompress way before that um, it gets to that. Because all you're doing is conditioning yourself to punch 
punch, punch. Well, what happens when there's no bag there? What happens when there's no pillow there for you to punch? And there's only a human being that is pissing you off. You know, makes sense. So anyway, uh, let's try the next one. Um, uh, on the fence about pursuing therapy. Let's check this one out. Um, so I definitely have some level of anger management management issues. I have thrown things in the past when angry, including glass cups and my phone. I've also hit my laptop when the Wi-Fi doesn't work or is slow. This occurs maybe two to three two to three times a year. I do snap at family and curse, so I have considered pursuing therapy for a while. Excuse me. Do you think this would be a good idea? The cost wouldn't be terribly expensive since I have insurance. Oh, awesome. However, I am a student, so I'm a little hesitant about spending a good chunk of my part-time salary into weekly sessions. Um, so, okay, let's just say you have, let's say you have like medium insurance, right? So maybe the most you're going to spend on a copay is 35 to $40 a session. Maybe, maybe. I I, I don't know. I, I Like my mom had really good insurance when I was, uh, when I was going, so uh, I actually only had to pay like 25 and I know, I knew some people had really good insurance where they were only paying like 15 bucks. Uh, granted, I don't know how much was coming out of their paycheck every month, but, um, but yeah, you're, you're not going to spend all that much in, in therapy at that point. Um, as compared to like, if you actually had to pay a therapist, because therapists do, you know, they, they do, they do, obviously they're specialists, so they do get paid a lot. But anyway, um, the, the problem is with the severity, not with the uh, the same thing I would say with like alcohol addiction. All right. When we talk about alcohol addiction in general. Right. Um, it's not always about consistency. It's about severity. So let's say, oh, well, I don't I don't drink all that much. Right. Like I only drink, you know, uh, once once a week or something like that. Well, I mean, that's still actually a lot. Um, if you're drinking to blackoutness, which is where the severity comes in, if you, every single time you pick up a drink, it's severe, right? Like you black out or you do something like that, it, you know, it's definitely something to think about, right? It's definitely something to think about. Well, okay. Every time I pick up a drink, I can't stop. This doesn't seem like a good idea. Let's not do this anymore. Right. Uh, same thing with anger management, right? If you're doing, if you're, uh, if you're destroying your laptop, right? That is a lot of money to, to, to do, right? Like my laptop is basically my whole uh, career right now. Well, okay. My career in starting right now <laughs> with podcasting and YouTubing. So if I hit my laptop, I would be screwed. So I, I have to be very nice to it. Um, so yeah, if you're, you know, obviously you're doing things that are breaking, you know, very expensive things. And then obviously the, the snapping at family and cursing, um, you don't want to burn these, these bridges, man. And, and the problem is, even though they are your family, there's only so much tolerance that somebody can have. Actually, funny enough, I was talking to somebody about this and it was very interesting. They were talking, they, they, we were, um, we were in a Bible study and we were mentioned, somebody had mentioned, you know, should you stop pursuing peace with somebody? And somebody said, no, that's not the Christian way. Or in a, in a nutshell, but it was more like, no, I don't think you should ever completely stop giving, trying to give somebody peace. And there was a big discussion about it. And my thoughts are that I think that not everybody, um, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, you can, you can always find peace in every situation. And sometimes you have to remove yourself from the situation uh, in order for you to not, in order for you to not, um, in, sorry, in order for that person to not affect your peace. 
And so same thing here, right? Like, yes, your family members probably want the best for you and they probably love you, right? That's awesome. But there's only so much that they can take and they're going to need a break. And, you know, and if you're every single time you meet them, right? I, I don't know exactly what, you know, how often you're meeting your family and every how often you're dealing with that kind of stuff with your family. But, um, but you know, if you if you're just cursing and swearing at these people and you're snapping at them, there's only going to be so much that they want to take. And every single time they they go to meet you, they're going to be like, "Oh, we got to go to got to go see Lucky again." And he just keep, every time we see him, he just loses his loses his stuff, man. He loses his crap and starts you know or starts cursing and all this kind of stuff. I mean, why would we want to go see him, right? Um, I, and I, I guarantee you, any of you guys with a humongous family, you know somebody in your family who who is like this to a certain degree, right? There's there's always that one person who comes and they they make a muck out of a lot of stuff, and you don't want to be that person that does that, um, obviously. So, um, should you see therapy, especially if you have insurance? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, also, I you know there are some times where you can find you can do therapy once every two weeks. I I typically would would tell you to do it once every week um but you know there there are some therapists that uh that can can do or there there are some people who can do once every two weeks and if so that's that's awesome too so maybe if that money is a problem maybe you can cut it down into because seeing that therapist is going to really help you and i i guarantee you once a week is definitely going to be good but once every two weeks is better than nothing so definitely something to think about uh, how much time do we have? Uh, let's do one more here. Uh, one little bad experience during the day puts me into a rut. I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but if they have anything, anything negative happening throughout the day, excuse me, like a disagreement with a coworker or something small, it ruins the rest of your day. I just do in the negative emotions rather than the actual person or event. That dark cloud just lingers and I pull it around with me for hours. It's absolute self-torture and I don't know how to get out of it. I usually go completely quiet and my partner just wonders why I'm in a mood, which I am. And she eventually gets frustrated about it and becomes a nasty cycle. But I do ultimately blame myself. Anybody experience this and or have any tips on getting out of the negative mental jail? Yeah, so I do this a lot. It's typically more anxiety driven. It's not typically anger driven um, or depression driven. Um, I, I definitely do have some anger driven ones. Like if I get into a fight with somebody, it, it's tough for me to think about it throughout the day. So I usually do things that don't require a lot of thinking. So the working out would be one, but you know, sometimes I'll play video games where I don't have to think of anything. It's just, okay, go to point A, go to point B, go to point C, you know, yada, 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 that kind of stuff. Right. So when you're doing, um, when you're doing this stuff, you definitely want to have something that just completely, you know, you want to have that one activity that completely uh, you, you can just kind of get into without, you know, a, a whole lot of thought. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, but listen, it, it, you ultimately, sometimes people are just like this. Um, there, there are just some people who tend to hold on to things a lot more. Um, I definitely do with certain things, but I'll give you an example. Like, you know, some of my, some of my exes held on to things a lot more to, than me and I would just pass out. Right. They would, they would, you know, they would be up all night and I would be, you know, I'd wake up the next day and they'd be like, Hey, can we talk at like, you know, two o'clock in the morning? I, just, I was passed out. Right. Um, which makes it seem like I don't care. It's just, no, 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 it's not that. It's just that I was tired and I, I just go to sleep. Right. Um, 
so listen, there are some people who just do that. I know an aunt was telling me about this, that her and my uncle, she was telling me about how one time they got into a fight and, you know, he'd just be passed out snoring and she'd, she'd hear him, she'd hear him snoring from, from downstairs while she's on the couch crying and all that stuff. And listen, I, like I said, I think some people are just like that. So you want to try and find things that minimize, minimize the amount of thought you have to put into it because you're not going to get anything done at that high level of emotion. So you might as well just try and decompress for a little bit. And then come back to it, and that's something that I that I think everybody with anger issues can can take away from this is uh, taking a break from a situation. So if you're in a massive argument with somebody, you can don't forget there's always the opportunity to say like, "Hey, listen, I I don't think we're getting much done right now. I need a little time to think, um, and I don't want this to to um, turn into something. Uh, I, I don't want to turn." Um, the subject of this conversation into something that that we don't want it to be so you know whatever the subject was you don't want to turn it into like a ad hominem attacks right you don't want to insult the person so i'm gonna go take a walk i'm or i'll call you tomorrow um and maybe we can talk about this after you know we've calmed down uh and then settle this um and i i find that that works out the best just because I, if you're in that high of an emotional state very hard to get things done so take try and take a break um from from things don't feel that you have to address them right away definitely address them though definitely address them you don't want to just completely uh disassociate and, and completely forget about what you have to work on anyway guys remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below also if you'd like to email me you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com i'll also have a link to the anger subreddit in the description box down below but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>